the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, it's really true. God Almighty desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's one of the reasons why He sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sin's debt in full for you and me, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have it and don't even seem to care. They don't even try to have an intimate relationship with God. And if they do want to, I don't think they know how to. The Bible lays out for us proven pathways we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. All of us who are children of God should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to have and enjoy increased intimacy with the God who loves me and you. Then we can reap all the benefits of having an intimate relationship with God like he wants us to do. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Keep a marker here. We're coming back. Go over to 1 John chapter 3, please. Let's look at what their purpose was. 1 John chapter 3. So, if this was their purpose, it ought to be our purpose too. This is one of the reasons why Jesus showed up on earth was to fulfill the purpose of the father. First John chapter three. See, our being close to God inspires us to have the same mind that God has towards sin. First John chapter three, verse eight says, he that committed sin is of the devil. Now when it says commit right there, it's talking about doing it habitually. It's not talking about no mistake that you slipped up and made. It's the one that you purpose to make. Praise God. He says, he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of God was manifested. That he might destroy the works of the devil. I like that. That he might destroy the works of the devil. The one of the reason why Jesus showed up in the first place is to destroy the works of the devil. Included in the works of the devil is sin. That word destroy right there means to loosen. It means to loosen. That's important because this, in, this lets you know that sin will have you wrapped up, tied up. It'll have you ensnared. It'll have you tangled. It'll have you encumbered, praise God, so that you won't be able to live the life that God gave you to live. Won't be able to have the freedom that God wants you to have as you live. So God came to loosen the works of the devil, praise God. And that includes if the works of the devil are found in us. That includes if it found enough. Because see, we, we, oh yeah, loosen me, praise God. So I ain't got to go to hell. Well, praise God, now he did that. But now he also wants to loosen the stuff that's on the inside of you too. So that that thing can be able to pass from you. Included 
in the works of the devil is his training us and convincing us to have a mind to sin. Included in the works of the devil is his training us and convincing us to have a mind to sin. Because back when we were of the devil, I mean for real, when we were of the devil, y'all don't remember that. Back when we were of the devil, praise God, we were trained to sin. We were convinced to sin. We were taught that sin was our friend. We were taught that that's just what we ought to do. That's just how we loop the loop and how we do what we do. Some, some of us would, can admit that we were trained that way. Praise God. That's just what we knew. Praise God. Thank God for y'all that was raised up in church and everything like that. But some of us, some of us, you know, we wasn't, some of us wasn't saved when we was one and a half. And wasn't spirit filled when we was two. And did our trial sermon at three. Some of us, it was a little bit later down the line. Praise God. So we was well trained in how to do wrong. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But God wants to help us in that. I say God wants to help us in that. Somebody say thank you Jesus. So included in that is so that he can be able to untrain us from doing wrong. And unconvince us from doing wrong. So we can be convinced to do right. He wants to loosen us from that. In fact it also translates this word destroy. It also translates to put off. I like that. Because the Lord came to loosen sin's grasp on us to have sin and to have sin put off of us so that it no longer is a problem for us in any kind of a way. God came to loosen it from us or loose us from the grasp of sin so, and to be able to put sin off of us so that it would no longer be the problem to us that it used to be. So he don't only want you to be loosed from it. He want you to put, your, put it off of you. Amen. Turn back to James chapter 4, please. James chapter 4. Verse 8, once again, reads, Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Why? Because God don't want you double-minded. Because, see, part of the reason why we're still double-minded is because we were not we have not put off from us the old way of thinking. We have not put off from us the old way of conducting ourselves. So when it comes time to make a decision as to what to do, we're still double-minded whether we should or should not do. I know we shouldn't because that's what Pastor's been saying and teaching for a while now, praise God. But, but at the same time, I've been doing this for a while now. And so because of that, I mean, you know, my God, he got a nice tan line up there, praise God. I'll just go visit the tan line again, praise God. Hey, man, or maybe I'll go back and read one of them 50 books I got, praise God, and, and I can just be able to see what I'm supposed to do, praise God, and I can already know what to do. Don't get quiet while I'm teaching up in here, praise God. Let me read it out of the Bible in basic English. Maybe it'll be helpful, too. Bible in basic English, it reads it this way. It says, come near to God, and he will come near to you. Make your hands clean, ye evildoers. Put away deceit from your hearts, you false in mind. Put away deceit from your heart. Ye false in mind. Because see, back when we was trained to do wrong, Satan filled us with deceit. And if deceit remains in our heart, then we will be false in mind. We will be false in mind. And it's hard to be true to God, false in mind. It's hard to be true to God, false in mind. Because being false in mind causes us to think wrong about things from time to time. To think wrong about things from time to time. We'll see wrong as right and right as wrong. 
We'll see what we shouldn't do is doable. And we'll see what is not doable or shouldn't be done as something that, well, it's still fun. See, being false in mind will cause us to think wrong about things at a time. At the times that we should be saying no, we'll say yes. Because we're false in mind. But God is telling us the remedy of that. Get rid of this deceit from your heart so that your mind can be right. God's trying to tell you, get your mind right. Because unfortunately, we've allowed ourselves to be deceived that it's okay to do some things. And God said, no, baby, it ain't okay to do. So I need to get this out of your heart because out of your heart flows the issues of life. The reason why you're so quick to do things that you ought not do is because you got a false mind and because you got a deceived heart. Being false in mind causes us to become wrong in our actions. Being false in mind causes us to become wrong in our actions. Because at the time that we should be running from sin, we're actually running to sin because we're false in mind. At the time we should be trying to get away, we're trying to get there that day so that we can be able to do something that the Bible clearly has to say that we should not do. But we keep on doing it because we're false in mind. So we have to do it if we intend to remain close to God. If we want to remain close to God, we got to do something about this heart thing. We got to do something about getting our minds right so that we can begin to start living right and doing what God wants us to do. Turn to Second Thessalonians chapter 3. Second Thessalonians chapter 3. Now God is inviting us to draw near to him so that we can start this ball rolling of getting these things straightened out in the midst of our life. Because there's some stuff waiting on us on the other end of getting our minds and our hearts right in life. Second Timothy chapter 3. Things that he do not want to withhold from you. So he's trying to get you to stand you up right so that he can be able to do what you said he'll do. Because he said, I will withhold no good things from those that walk uprightly. God wants to raise up a church that's walking up rightly. This is a good thing. We're in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Let's read verse 3. It says, but the Lord is faithful. Who shall, who shall establish you and keep you from evil? I like that. The Lord is faithful. You know God is faithful. That means that he's dependable. You can trust him. You can put your confidence in him. The Lord is faithful who shall establish you. And keep you from evil. That phrase shall establish you in the Greek means to set fast. God wants to set you fast. Set fast. It's kind of like putting a pole in the ground. And then putting concrete around it. And holding it in place until the concrete solidifies. And once the concrete solidifies. Then that pole is set fast. It ain't going nowhere. You can let it go now. Because it ain't going nowhere. Praise God. You can let it go now. Praise God. Because it ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us need to be followed everywhere we go. Praise God. You know, we need somebody around us so that we don't mess up and stuff like that. But see, God wants to put something on the inside of you that will set you fast to the point that you'll become so set fast. You can just take your hands off you now. You don't have to worry about what you're going to do because you're going to stay upright and do everything that you're supposed to do. Hallelujah. He says he's going to set you fast. Literally, it means I like this to turn resolutely in a certain direction. To turn resolutely in a certain direction. Some of us have turned in that direction, but we turn back again. And then we turn this way again, and then we turn back again. It's like a little pendulum going back and forth. God said, what's in this pendulum thing? 
Praise God. Amen. Such ways I can turn you resolutely in one direction. Well, you'll be resolved on the inside of you that this is what you're going to do. You're going to be resolved that this is what it is that you're going to do in the middle of your life. You have already solved the issue. You've resolved the issue. Come on now. You've solved the issue. It ain't no more question in your mind no more. Now you are resolved to do what God said you'd do. Well, you'll set your, your chin like flint. Set your face like flint to be able to do what God says do. To the point that even when you get opportunity to, you won't do because you are resolved in doing what it is that God said do. I like that. Praise God. It says to resolve in a certain direction. Of course, the direction that God wants us going in is the one that he has got for me and you. And that's to be able to live the better life that he has in store for you. But look at this. Look at this. Once again, read verse three. It says, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And keep you from evil. I love the Lord. The Lord didn't just come to deliver us one time. God's intention is to keep us from evil all the time. That once I've delivered you, then I'm going to keep on helping you stay delivered from the thing that you used to do. I like that. Praise God. Amen. Because he don't just do the one that I couldn't do and then leave me to, you know, do the rest for myself. No, he says, I'll do what you can't do, and then I'm going to stay with you to be able to help you to be able to do this thing successfully for the rest of the days of your life. God wants to keep us from evil. That word keep right there through the idea of isolation means to watch you or to be on guard. That is to be on guard, to watch you, to be on guard. God wants you to be able to be able to watch you. He's going to be there to watch you, keep his eye on you. Praise God. You know you are the apple of his eye. He's going to keep his eye on you. Why? So that he can be able to protect you. That's what the concept of being on guard. That's why by implication it means to preserve you. So that you can obey. And you can also avoid what it is that it is that would normally cause slip you up and trip you up. So that he can preserve you. So that you can obey. And then you can be able to avoid the things that it is that you would normally trip you up and slip you up. And what is that? Evil. Because he wants to keep you from evil. That word evil right there translates hurtful. It's talking about in effect or influence. It's hurtful. Stuff that is hurtful. Now, of course, when the devil presents it to you, he's not going to tell you it's hurtful. He's going to tell you it's fun. He's going to tell you that it's a nice thing to do. Or if God told you to do something, he's going to try to tell you, no, that's not what you ought to do. But see, when anytime we don't do what God says do or do what God says don't do, then that's hurtful to us. It's hurtful to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many times you don't know you're hurt until you get ready to go use it. Hallelujah. When you go to make the move, then you find out, whoa, damn, well, wait a minute, I must have pulled something. Praise God. Something ain't quite working like it's supposed to work. Praise God. And there's a lot of things that ain't working in like it's supposed to work in the middle of our lives because our actions have been hurtful to us. They've been hurtful to us. God wants to keep you from evil, wants to guard you, protect you, and to be able to make sure he preserves you so that he can help you obey and continue to avoid that which is evil in the midst of your life. Turn to St. John chapter 17, please. John chapter 17. Blessed be the name of the most high God. This is God. This is part of God's objective is to keep you from evil. John chapter 17. We're going to look at verse 15. Letters in red, so you know this is what Jesus said. You know it ain't no lie. 
He said in verse 15, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. Speaking of how it is, how to, what he should do with them after they get boned again, after they receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. He said, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. See, Jesus prayed that the Father would keep us from evil. Jesus prayed that the Father would keep us from evil. How many people know Jesus get what he pray? Mm -hmm. That he would keep us from evil. That word keep right there means to guard. Speaking of guarding from injury or loss. Guarding from injury or loss. Which means anything that would cause injury to you, God wants to keep you from it. Anything that would cause loss to occur in your life, God wants to keep you from it. Remember, the, Satan comes not before to steal, kill, and destroy. That's all injury and loss right there. But God wants to keep you from injury and loss. So that's what God wants to do. He wants to keep you from injury and loss. Now, Jesus' desire is for us to be kept from evil. That's why he prayed. Because, you know, he prayed so that the Father would do what he wanted him to do. That's one of the reasons why we pray. Some, you know, when we do prayers of petition, we do prayers of petition so God will do what we're asking him to do. Well, Jesus was praying so that the Father would do what he asked him to do. Don't take them from the world, Father. Just keep them from the evil. Guard them from injury and from loss. That while you're in the midst of this filthy world, you could be guarded from injury and loss. That when you're in the midst of this dangerous, cantankerous world, you can be guarded from injury and loss. That while everybody else is getting jacked up and is being accomplished in our brethren in the world, it don't have to be accomplished with me and you. Because we can resist the devil steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in our brethren in the world. That we can be able to be guarded from this foolishness that's going on. Now, Jesus said that he doesn't say, let me remember, Jesus said that he doesn't say anything that the Father doesn't say. Therefore, us being kept from evil is actually the Father's desire too. Us being kept from evil is also the Father's desire too. So here we go, here we go. We got that being the Father's desire. We, we, we accept that, right? Okay, we got that as being Jesus' desire. We accept that, right? Mm -hmm. And so remember, he said, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. And see, if we're going to walk with God, Amos 3.3, 3, if we're going to walk to God, we got to be able to agree with God. So since keeping us from evil is Jesus' desire and keeping us from evil is the Father's desire, then we should have keeping ourselves from evil as our desire too. That should be our same desire is that we want to be keeping ourselves from evil. Anybody with me? That should be our desire. We should want to keep ourselves from evil because if my daddy want me kept from evil and my, and my Lord wants me kept from evil, then I'm in agreement with that. Not just that wouldn't keep me from evil. No, I'm going to keep myself from evil. Hallelujah. John chapter 17. Let's read it out of the Revised Standard Version. Maybe that'll help a little few people in here. John chapter 17, 15. The Revised Standard Version. That's the first Bible I read. It, it, it renders it this way. It says, I do not pray that they that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil one. Keep them from the evil one. Now the King James says keep them from evil. The Revised Standard Version says keep them from the evil one. That's because the evil comes from the evil one. 
and the evil is presented to you to get to be able to open up access to you by the evil one. So it's not just what you're doing when you come into agreement to do something wrong. It's not what you're doing. It's who are you letting into your life? Because every time you do what God calls evil, you let in your life the evil one. You open the door wide, say, come inside, tear up my house, tear up my family, rip off my stuff, injure me, injure my relationship, jack me up, jack everybody up I'm connected to. Come on in, devil. Do what you want to do. Every time you do something that God calls evil. That's why God says, I want to keep you from evil. So in order to keep you from evil, he gives you his word. He gives you his word. Why? So that you can know what he has to say about a matter. Know what he has to think about a matter. So that you can humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and think what he tell you to think. Do what he tell you to do. Why? So he can protect you like he wants to. God said, my protection of you is not just to be able to stand around you and guard you and block for you. My protection of you is to give you the word. So that with that word that you heard, you'll know what to do, know what to think, know what to say, know how to conduct yourself each and every day. And if you do what I tell you to do, you'll close the door, chain the gate so that the devil cannot get into your life and do what he want to do. But if you participate in evil, you fling the door wide open for him to do exactly what he want to do. Everybody said that's stupid than a mug. It sure is, especially when we know better. Turn to 1 John chapter 5. That's ignorant going to seed. Especially when we know better. Hallelujah. So God said, I want to give you the word, baby, so you'll know what to think, know what to say, know how to conduct yourself each and every day. I ain't trying to take nothing from you. What I'm trying to do is help you protect yourself. 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. Of course, the, the, the book of 1 John talks about the fellowship of love. What happens when we fellowship with God? And what kind of things will happen to us so our joy may be full? 1 John chapter 5, we read verse 18. It says, we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. Once again, that word sinneth not is talking about habitually sins. That we don't keep sinning. We don't keep doing stupid stuff. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself and that wicked one touches him not. See, we who are intimate sons of God are supposed to keep ourselves from sin and thereby keep ourselves from the evil one. We're supposed to keep ourselves from sin and therefore keep ourselves from the evil one. Lord, Lord, keep this away from me. God said, no, you keep it away from yourself. Hmm? You just make decisions in line with the word that I share with you. You just say what I tell you to say, do what I tell you to do, don't do what I say, don't do, and then you everything going to be okay with you. See, he said, you're supposed to keep yourself from evil. That word keepeth right there means to guard from loss or injury. But come on, you know, y'all don't taught you enough old English, so that you know the ETH infers continuously. So that don't mean just keep yourself. Pastor, I've been keeping myself. No, keepeth yourself. Continually. Because the same devil that came at you yesterday is coming tomorrow. Why? Because he is relentless in what he do. He said that was your decision yesterday. What's your decision going to be today? 
That was your decision before. What's your decision going to be tomorrow? Because I'm coming back. Y'all not hearing me up here. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope you've seen that it's true, that God really does want to have a close, intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what needs to be done to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us and that are there for me and you so that we can walk through those paths into the awesome opportunity to be in an even closer relationship with God Almighty and enjoy the kind of life that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785-9238 That's Erico 210-785-9238 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas 78213 We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away But it's always best when you can get it live So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas Come on by and see us We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas Between West and Blanco Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp, and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. This if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this, too. So come on through and bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed, and they will, too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do... Know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.